0: McGregor vs. Poirier 3 is all set for UFC 264. Every punch, kick, and knockout means so much more with DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all customers a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, Fantasy MMA is easy to play. It's much like hockey. It's much like basketball. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for a advances, takedowns, and more. It's the McGregor vs. Poirier rubber match. Get in on all the action now. Download the DraftKings app and use promo code THPN for your shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. All throughout the week, that's promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars
1: in total prizes only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com
0: for details.
1: welcome to the ice guys presented by the hockey podcast network it is wednesday june 30th ian cameron alex b smith jimmy murphy will be along momentarily as well and we're joined by a special guest who's been with us a couple of times already on the ice guys in recent weeks grant arnold back with us uh, on the show uh, alex we'll start with you how are you feeling are you ready for game two tonight
0: yeah absolutely it was a, a interesting game one uh you know like i said i kind of thought there was going to be a closer uh pace between these two clubs but like i said the, the X factor of Tampa Bay is that they can turn their offense up at, at any given time, and that's exactly what they did, uh, pouring it on in the last 40 minutes. Grateful to uh, be able to cash with the second period over that I had. Uh, that's a, a trend that's been rolling, and we'll talk about that later on in the show. But, uh, you know, this is a must-win game now for Montreal, as crazy as that sounds, in game two, but uh, you do not want to go down 2-0 and give tampa bay this kind of momentum not so much just down two games and nothing but tampa bay gets off the same kind of momentum like they did in game one that's gonna be troubling even if they are going back home so uh we're in for what should be an interesting contest once again tonight
1: yeah no doubt uh game one was just and just as a recap there i thought yeah game one was pretty much we saw uh montreal i think just kind of like the vegas series you know it's a different opponent it's a it's definitely a, a much taller order because look we saw it again in the last game. You've got four lines that can all strike offensively. Vegas barely had one line that could strike offensively because the one line that they were relying on was that uh, Golden Knights uh, top duo, uh, top trio of Pacioretty, Stone, and Stevenson when he got back into the series and even they got shut down and they didn't get much depth as well. So that's going to be the trouble here for Montreal. Can they match up uh, against that four lines? And I've said this, this is the biggest issue I think for Montreal – Tonight and moving forward in this series, they're playing the sh- the hell out of them, playing a-, a fuck ton, if you will, out of these four defensemen, Shea Weber, Jeff Petrie, Joel Edmondson, Ben Sherratt, and they're barely playing Gustafson and Merrill. They're five, six defensemen. They only got like nine minutes the other night. And you're seeing like teens and low 20s for all the other defensemen. That's going to add up. This is now the fourth round of the playoffs. You've played a bunch of games now. And eventually you've either got to give Marilyn Gustafson more ice time, or you got to put someone in there that you trust more, you know, to give you to play more minutes than you've played your five, six defensemen right now. Like, where's Romanov? This is a guy that they 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 are they're very high on him as a young defenseman. He's physical. I know he's young. You're worried about mistakes, but you're clearly worried about Marilyn Gustafson, because you're not playing these guys. They're, they're barely out there for nine minutes, and you're wearing your top four D into the ice at this point. And I worry that if it keeps on this trajectory where they're playing all these minutes and you're only playing your five, six defensemen barely nine, ten minutes, it's going to add up, especially when you've got waves, of a of, of four-line wave that Tampa Bay throws at you throughout the game. It does concern me a little bit, and I'm interested to see how Montreal manages that blue line in terms of ice time moving forward. Uh Grant, what were your thoughts on uh, game 1 of this series?
2: Uh yeah, I thought honestly, I thought Montreal I, I rewatched the condensed game a little bit doing my kind of game analysis on some things and I was I was actually really surprised. Um my eyes kind of played a trick on me in game 1 uh, when I was watching it live. It was a closer game than the score was. Um and that I really think about that with Weber hitting the post early on that uh, offensive zone draw, and then and then uh, Weber having a great great A opportunity on a breakaway, which is odd to see, but um, you know he gets out there and makes a shot. You can't blame him for making the shot. I would have liked him to make a deke. Uh, I thought it was kind of a rush play, but it's Shea Weber on a breakaway against Vasilevsky, so I'd rather have him get a shot off anyway. And then the other thing I thought about um, watching the game was. Gosh, I really noticed Tampa's experience, Tampa's toughness, Tampa's mental, mental strength. Uh, It was, it was an example to me of why this team won the Stanley cup last year in the bubble. Uh, I think this is a really close knit group. I think they played really hard. Not that Montreal does not Any team that gets to the Stanley cup finals, you're going to be a tight knit group and you're going to play a a successful system. And when I look at it, um, Montreal made a couple really bad errors, not getting the puck deep and, and as I look at at the game one, if Montreal is gonna win a game this series, if they're gonna win multiple games this series, there's no question they can. There's no question they can win multiple games this series, but they gotta get that puck deep at all times. It's just one of those things. You, you're Montreal, you're not this high powered offense that's gonna be scoring goals, skating like Colorado would with Vegas or with the Tampa, and we're going north and south back and forth. Get the puck deep, establish your four check. And really, I mean, you got to bang on those D-men every time you get as Montreal. They did it successfully at times. They had some great shifts. I thought Josh Anderson played well. I think they need to step up with their bigger forwards with Perry and Stall. But overall, I thought game one was closer than it looked on the scoreboard. And I think Montreal, if they make the right adjustments, we might have a hell of a series here.
1: Yeah, I, I, I still think we could have a series. Tonight's going to play a big part in whether we have a, uh, an extended and lengthy and competitive series because if if Montreal, – I'm not saying – usually you always say you're not in trouble until you lose a home game in a series, right? And you maybe you can say that if they fall down 2 nothing in the series and they lose tonight. And maybe they can go back to Montreal and regroup. But Tampa Bay has shown they can win road playoff games. They've shown you that the last two years. And the other thing is if you lose tonight if you're Montreal – you put yourselves in a spot where you're going to have to go four and one in the next five games to win this series against Tampa Bay. And when's the last time Tampa Bay's gone one and four in a stretch of five games? You know, regular season and playoffs combined. Good luck finding one. You know that's what you're up against if you don't win tonight. So that's the trouble with losing tonight. Uh, if you're Montreal, you put yourselves in a spot where you're going to have to win four of the next five games against the Tampa Bay Lightning team that you know like i say where's the five game stretch of five games where they've gone one and four or oh and five you haven't seen it uh very often if at all so that's why this is such a big game tonight for the montreal Canadiens. you're right grant excellent point about the freaking turnovers at the blue line absolutely killed them in a couple of those goals you just can't feed a team with that transition uh skill level that they have uh when you're giving them opportunities to you know when your defense can't get set you can't have five guys above the puck that's where you run into trouble and those turnovers at the blue lines lead to that we saw that from montreal and i'll say one last thing about game one tampa bay was the better team they deserved to win full marks to them uh, no question but i do think montreal will be better tonight uh in game two but i couldn't believe how much violence and how much hatred there was for brendan gallagher the other night for the tampa bay lightning i mean this guy i know sometimes he's one of those guys like there's many of these forwards in the league where they're poking at the goalie after the whistle blows and you know it infuriates the team and they want to you know pound his head through the ice essentially uh but there were times he wasn't doing that like the whistle would blow he's just standing there and you're still seeing coleman and sergachev and kalorn who's not playing tonight by the way and some of these other lightning uh players just going after gallagher and just you know basically pushing him down to the ice and uh you saw the one moment where sergachev you know roughed him up and his helmet fell off and his head almost hit the ice it was just the forehead but it could have been a lot worse which is what produced the blood and the crimson mask on gallagher's face but it could have been a lot worse if that's his uh, head or or his skull you know that's cracking against the ice there without a helmet on so uh they have definitely um I think there's obviously been a focus. We've got to make sure we uh, keep Gallagher away from the front of the net. But I thought it was a little above and beyond what they did uh, the other night against uh, Brendan Gallagher particularly. But look, and it was a much more physical game one than I thought. So it'll be interesting to see if that carries over as well into game two tonight. Uh, With that in mind, let's turn our attention uh, to game two tonight. Uh, of the Stanley Cup Final, Montreal Canadiens, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, like I said, uh, uh, an imperative game for Montreal. They're in the same boat, guys, that they were in after Game One in Vegas. I'm already seeing it. People writing off Montreal. This is this is now the end of the road for the Montreal Canadiens. I remember people saying that sentiment about the uh, Montreal Canadiens after the Vegas Game One loss. That this is it for them. That uh, there's they're finally going to bow out here. Uh, At this time, but I would caution you and just say, can we see game two first uh, before we jump on that uh, train of thought Uh, right now, Tampa Bay minus 200 uh, home favorites here in game Two. the total five uh, shaded to the over in this game. Uh, I'm going to stick with the same two bets that I was on the other night, uh, Montreal first period, Montreal full game money line. I, I I do think we will see a much, much, much better effort and performance from the Montreal Canadiens. A lot of things that are going for them. Number one, Yoel Armillo will be back on the fourth line. And he is, I think that fourth line will be better. There's something just off timing with Jake Evans, with Corey Perry and Eric Stahl on that top line. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot more of that. You know, chemistry with that group back now, with UL Armia back on the ice and in the lineup tonight for game two. Uh, You're going to need, obviously, uh, I think a greater net front presence against Vasilevsky. And I think Montreal got a rude awakening, too, in game one, guys. And I said it coming into the series, previewing it. Tampa Bay is a shot blocking machine. There's something you have to do. And Montreal's got to make the adjustment. You can't just shoot the puck right away because oftentimes it's going into shin pads, it's going into skates, it's going into, you know, feet and block and guys dive into block shots you got to fake the shot get the the defenseman or the forward going to block the shot to commit and then that's going to open up ice to make a play or shoot the puck and get it through to the net and montreal's got to be a little bit more patience and poise with the puck essentially will lead to that so that's what i want to see from they were just too in a too much of a rush to shoot the puck immediately and tampa bay's just been so Unbelievable in this series, blocking shots. So that's an adjustment they have to make. As far as Tampa Bay goes, I thought they got the, the puck cycling in the offensive zone a ton in Game One. They got Montreal's heads on a swivel, and that goes back to the point where, look, if these four defensemen—Petrie, Weber, Edmondson, and Charat—are playing a lot, and you've got to constantly move your feet to try to defend this Tampa Bay team because they go side to side with the puck in the offensive zone, that's that's going to take a toll physically. On a, team, on a on a group of defensemen that's already played a shit ton of minutes here in these playoffs. So I think there's you've got to somehow try to get more out of your 560, Merrill and Gustafson, and if not, get a Romanov in there. Put someone in there that you'll play a little bit more because I thought Montreal, and to Melissa Cunningham's point, good to see her back in the topia, you enjoyed your vacation. She's right. Tampa looked a step too fast in game one for Montreal. So that's definitely – and I think in terms of how do you defend that, Well, you keep everybody above the puck. You make sure you're in good position. And more than anything, uh, you make sure you cut off those seam passes because that's what gets that uh, fast. It's not just fast skating. We always say, oh, they're fast, they're fast. It's not just skating speed, right? It's thinking speed. It's moving the puck speed, passing, all of that. That's part of the speed and how fast a team can play as well. So I think Montreal will make some adjustments. And keep in mind, Luke Richardson, he knows a thing or two about sturdy, solid defense in his own zone. You know, that's his game as an NHL defenseman way back in the day. Uh, So I I think there'll be some big time, you know, tips, strategies, whatever you want to call it, how to better defend Tampa Bay going into game two tonight. We have to talk about the Alex Killorn absence, which is significant. You know, he's played well in these playoffs. It's juggling the lineup now. So that's always a concern, especially with Tampa, the way things are starting to roll for, for them for now. But I like that they've got Tyler Johnson taking his spot. In the second line I've talked about over the last couple of games, he's been more noticeable. He's had more chances. I like Tyler Johnson to score a goal tonight. He's one of the goal scorer props. I like he had chances in game one and he wasn't even on the third line or on the second line in that game. Now he's going to move up to the second line tonight to take the spot of Killorn. What's that mean? More minutes. I think more opportunity potential for more scoring chances. So I think Tyler Johnson's a, a, one of the better value goal scorer props tonight, in my opinion, for the Tampa Bay lightning uh, in this game, Matthew Joseph will be on the fourth line uh, because obviously you've got to find someone to insert into the lineup without Kaloran and Matthew Joseph's a good player. He'll be fine on that fourth line. They're not putting some stiff in there. And that's the beauty of Tampa Bay with the depth. They have Matthew Joseph can play. Uh, you know, he's played a lot of regular season games for them. He's been effective enough. Uh, I think he'll play well uh, for the lightning tonight in that fourth line. But I do think Montreal tonight and for Carey price, the defense, I think, t- you know, to fully, caulfield you know uh, guys like that are gonna have to step up offensively tonight and i think they've got the potential to do so And, and just adjust your adjust your offensive thought process and that maybe wait a second or two before you let the puck go you know to shot fake or get around the shot blocker because the blocked shots for tampa bay the number of shots that they're blocking is through the roof and the adjustment has to be on the offensive side you've got to somehow Make them commit to blocking the shot, and then make some kind of play with the puck to get around that. And if Montreal can do that, they'll have some more chances and possibly more offensive success tonight. I think they'll play a better game. We've, they've been a consistently a team that has risen to the occasion, that has responded to adversity like they did after Game One against Vegas, and they played their best game. Now this is a much this is their toughest opponent of the playoffs. There is no question, but I think they've got it in them to bring their best tonight and have a shot to take this game too and take this series back to uh, t- uh, back to Montreal split one game apiece. So I'm going to go Montreal first period around plus 165 and also go with that Montreal uh, full game money line plus 175, half and half on both for goal scores. I like Caulfield for Montreal. I think he was a guy that kind of didn't have a good game the other night. One of those turnovers was his. I think that's incentive for him. I've got to be better. I know I'm a rookie. I'm still learning as we go. But I think that's incentive for him to get going. Tyler Toffoli, like I said, even though he didn't score in game one, I'm going to be betting him most games to score because he's got that Stanley Cup final experience playing on the big stage for the L.A. Kings. I like him from a goal-score prop Point And Tyler Johnson would probably be the two Tampa Bay players I would look at uh, in terms of scoring a goal. Again, Johnson's those situations I like with goal-score props, guys. a guy that get, is going to be moved up the lineup get more minutes, more ice time, more responsibility, probably more chances, and it's not going to be reflected in the goal scorer prop price. So uh, Tyler Johnson and point for Tampa and my two favorite goal scorer props for Montreal are Cole Caulfield and Tyler Toffoli uh, tonight for the uh, uh, Canadians, maybe even Josh Anderson too, because I thought physically he was involved uh, in game one, and maybe he can get that third line, give them some pop from that third line where he's playing with Yemi and uh, Paul Byron on that third line for Montreal. So that's what I'm looking at. I would lean over uh, with the total, but I think Alex might have the best thought in terms of overs in this series. Maybe just look at that second period because I'm sure he'll get to it in just a second. The second period overs have been a very good bet uh, here as of late. Uh, Alex, uh, what do you think here? Game two, Canadians lightning.
0: Well, yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm, I'm definitely running back with the second period over. You can get that uh, over one and a half goals, minus a twenty-five or minus a thirty if you shop around. Uh, like I said, that's a widely available uh, prop that or bet, or I should say that's available at most American books and offshores as well. Uh, like I said, this is just a trend that has been growing with both clubs. One, I mean, numerically, statistically, it's been with Montreal. Seven of the last nine games have gone over in the second period, uh, it's 12 and five now throughout the postseason. But. The reason I back is not so much their adjustments, it's Tampa Bay's adjustments. They're the best team in the league at making adjustments between periods. Uh, And we saw that in, you know, game one where, you know, it looked like it could have been five or six chances between both teams uh, in that second period could have gone in. And the way that Montreal plays, like I said, they like to try to slow things down. They want to get the first goal and then try to, you know, bleed things out. That's their their style of play where Tampa Bay – they you know, play with a lot more pace. They want to try and get as many goals as possible uh, and, and just put you away as early as they can. So I think we're going to see the same pattern happen in the first 40 minutes of play, a slower first period, more physical, the physicality. We saw that ramped up, obviously, in the third period. You're going to see that when it, uh, it's a blowout score, like a 4-1-5-1. Uh, you know, the, the the hatred's going to brew sooner than later. So I think we're going to see more physicality which could lead to some power plays early. But I think that the best opportunity to get uh, goals for both clubs will be in that second period once they make their adjustments uh, going back into the locker room. So that's the play that I like. I'm also leaning toward the draw here at plus 330. I could definitely see this being, like I said, where Tampa Bay has a lead. But like I said, Montreal, they kind of know what to do late in the game. I I think, like I said, got to take away the speed. And the fact that they're already, you know, game twos are a lot different than game ones and grant you can probably attest to this you know for being a former player where you're you know you're situated in now you've had the you know, the game you had a day off so that you know their legs are a bit more comfortable a bit more under them where they can you know keep pace uh obviously it's said the talent wise is going to be a tough but the pace of, of play they should be able to keep that going throughout the full 60-minute contest so if it's a 3-2 game close I wouldn't be shy to see Montreal pop one in and we see this game go to OT. So I'm going to have that as well. Regulation draw. Remember, regulation draw, not the yes, no prop, because you're probably going to get about a 30-cent difference uh, to your advantage if you go with the regulation draw. I got it at plus 330. I'm going with that along with the second period over, uh, one and a half at minus $1.25. All right,
1: there we go. So the two official plays for Alex B. Smith, second period over one and a half, goals minus 125. And that regulation draw, plus 330 on that. Uh, Maybe a little overtime tonight uh, between the uh, Canadians and the Lightning. I do think it'll be a close game. uh, Montreal plus one and a half. I think I'll probably have a sprinkle on that as well, just to be safe. You know, that way if Tampa wins the game by exactly one goal, you cash that. The price is reasonable with that. I think it was minus 145 or so. uh, The last I checked with that Montreal plus one and a half goals tonight on the puck line uh, in this game. I'm definitely interested uh, in that one a little bit. Uh, So Alex, like in the second period over and... Uh, the regulation draw, and it's true. I mean, for, the totals are tough because five with two elite goalies, but Montreal had trouble defending Tampa. I, I've, I'm worried about the, four, the the minutes adding up big time for the big four defensemen of Montreal, and if they continue to get worn down, and in the pit of my stomach, I'm worried about that a little bit. That's why I'm hesitant with the under because if they're feeling it and they're worn and they don't have the legs to you know deal with Tampa a little bit, that's not good if you like under, you know, necessarily. Uh, in this series so it's a fascinating uh thing to analyze i guess when it comes to the total just how that blue line they played a lot of minutes for montreal especially the big four is it going to catch up to them throughout this series uh grant we'll turn it to you now uh what do you think here what do you like for game two tonight
2: um alex i love that i love that draw i think that's uh draw on regulation i think you know just as you said i i think you made some good comments on game two how much different they are than game one um and i think a big part of that for montreal tonight you talked about pace a little bit too for montreal they have to control the pace for this game to be successful in montreal's favor which obviously you you go how do they control the pace well they don't have nearly the skating or skill that tampa has how do they control the pace you like i said earlier you have to get the puck deep at all times, if you're Montreal, at all times, Ian, you touched on it too with the block shots in Tampa. They're clogging the middle, and they're deeper back there on D. So they're, you know, Hedman plays a shitload of minutes, but they they do they are deeper than Montreal on D, and and they're blocking shots. So uh, to establish the pace, you get the puck deep, you bang on their D man and then something that I saw it was Montreal's goal that they scored actually, where you get the puck low to high, you get that puck in deep. You hit that D-man, cause that puck to jar loose, and then bring that puck back up to your D-man on the high side. So you dump it low, bring it back up high, and then you get your ass to the front of the net. And you saw it was a ping-pong ball that went in for Montreal. But those are the kind of goals. It's a lucky goal, but at the same time, they get that puck in. They win a few puck battles. I think Josh Anderson was one of them, um, playing with that big body. Winning puck battles, getting that puck up, and and you got Shea Weber back there and multiple other guys that can score the puck and shoot it. Let them shoot it and get to the front and hope for a bounce. Um, And like I said, it's a lucky goal, but at the same time, it takes a lot of work to get to that. Um, And then the Gallagher thing I thought was pretty funny. Uh, Ian Gallagher, to me, he reminds me, he's just one of those rat-type players, like a Marshan. Yanni Gord's got just a touch of that in his game, too. And... I say a rat, but I mean that in a compliment in a lot of ways. Like, that's a guy you want on your team. He's a smaller player, but he's gritty. He's going to chirp. He's always talking shit to everyone. He's small enough where, you know, maroon guy is not going to fight him or, like, the bigger, heavier guys on your team. And you're not going to see a lot of fights in the Stanley Cup finals in general. But Gallagher, he did his role. And then I think Tampa, Tampa was like, none of this shit, dude. This, is, this, this isn't going to work. We're going to show you that. Hey, we're going to throw you on your head if we have to. And they did. And, and then the other thing for Gallagher it was a tough game. He got his dome split open and then he turns the puck over uh, for the goal that I talked about earlier. And as a Montreal player and a coach to see an energy guy, an emotional leader guy like that Gallagher turned the puck over um, and then they go in and score. He gets his head split open it's just a sour taste in your mouth. I expect Gallagher to have a really good game tonight. Um, I expect whether that's scoring goals, whether that's talking shit, whether that's disrupting, doing whatever he can, he's one of those guys that's a gamer. Um, And I say that rat comment, I mean that as a compliment. And then the other thing, um, I'm going to go back to the same bet that I did uh, in game one, which was Tampa and under six and a half combo. So Tampa has to win and under six and a half goals. Uh, I got it at minus 105. It's one of those things where I think Tampa has the experience tonight, and that's really going to show. And I think Montreal is going to muck this game up as much as possible. Get the puck deep, bang bodies, Gallagher, Perry, Stahl, Weber, all of these guys doing what they can to kind of slow this pace of this game down and really get gritty. I think Tampa will answer the call. Uh, But as kind of the theme here, I do believe Montreal will make some really good adjustments. I think Carey Price will stand on his head somewhat. Uh, you know, it's tough to do. But I think he's going to play great, and I really like that Tampa win under six and a half. And then my goal-scoring prop tonight, uh, I like Tyler Johnson a ton. Clutch player, been with Coop for a long time. A lot of these guys have played in the A with Coop, played in the Stanley Cup with Coop, won a couple rings a ring with Coop or in the A if you want to count that. Uh, I like Yanni Gord tonight to score. I think he's one of those guys just like Gallagher, kind of that gritty, smaller, shit-talking guy. Um, that's that's a guy that you want on your team. He's a gamer. I got that at plus 275. Um, so those are the two bets I'm looking at tonight. I think Montreal responds. I think Tampa just has a little bit uh, more tonight. And and like you said, Ian, I'm a big believer in you. You haven't lost anything until you lose a home game. Uh, this one sure seems like Montreal needs to get it, as we've said. But I like Tampa tonight.
1: All right. I like the idea of what you're looking for there with Tampa Bay and under a a combination bet there, which you can do now at many books. So Tampa Bay and under six and a half. So both have to win. Tampa Bay's got to win the game and the game has to stay under six and a half. Uh, Grant liking that. Uh, I like the value pushing that total up to six and a half too with that under. Uh, And then Tyler Johnson to score Yanni Gord to score for goal scorer props for grant uh, in this uh, game as well uh yeah it's uh, and we all agree montreal is going to make adjustments and be better there's no question this will be a better montreal team tonight the question is is it better enough and is it better enough for them to tie up this series at one game apiece and send it back to montreal uh, for game three uh tied at one uh for uh friday night it looks like we've got Jimmy with us. Jimmy Murphy uh, joining us here uh, via transit. Uh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, glad you could make it with us. Uh, what do you think of game two? And also, what did you think of game one with the uh, Canadians and the Lightning?
3: Well, First of all, I think I'm hot as balls right now, guys. This is disgusting out here in Massachusetts right now. 98 degrees with a heat index of
0: 105. Wow. Like I got the AC blasting in the car. Have fun I'm on with that.
3: Ma- I'm on the Mass Pike, and I'm still hot. Yeah, I'm still hot. But uh, first uh, game one, I mean, look, it reminded me a lot of game one against Vegas, guys. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, it looked a lot like that. Vegas, you know, destroyed Montreal in game one. And then the Canadians bounced back in game two. So it, the one thing I'd say that worries me, though, and I think you guys will agree, is Tampa Bay isn't the Vegas Golden Knights. And it's not the type of team that you can take the chance. To feel out in Game One and say, "Okay, you know what? We'll suck it up and take a loss in Game One and bounce." You can't do that against Tampa Bay, uh, you know, and that—that's why they, they really need to be careful, careful right now. And I like what Graham was saying: that you got, you got to go up and you got to stick to your game plan right now. But that game plan needs to be adjusted. And and I think he's exactly right when you say, "Dump and chase." That's the key for Montreal. Tampa Bay out montreal the Canadians in my eyes the other day when they were trying, you know, they were successfully getting goals and offense off the rush. Montreal can't do that against Tampa Bay. So they need to adjust and they need to go back to a dump and chase, get it in there in the corners, put a big guy like a Josh Anderson or Tyler Toffoli in front and get that puck out in the middle there and drive Vasilevsky nuts if you can. That's the only way I see them winning tonight, but I think they can do that. And I like... The resilience they've proven before they they have it, they can do it. I like the Canadians
1: Ah, oh, man, Jimmy, with that. Uh... Just uh, he likes Montreal. Bottom line, if you've been watching Jimmy, like it's, 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 you're not splitting the atom figuring out what Jimmy Murphy's liking in the game tonight. He likes Montreal. Like them in the series from the beginning. I think he picked them at six, if I'm not mistaken, uh, in the series. So I, he he likes them to bounce back. They're resilient. Uh, I agree. I, I like I like them to bounce back. Uh, if they now if they lose tonight and they not only lose but they lose like four one five one like they did in game one, then I'm going to start rethinking my position and saying uh, maybe they're worn out. You know, after this great Cinderella run and the old slipper, the old Cinderella slipper has come off the foot or the clock is about to strike midnight. Yeah, that's what I could start thinking if they get pummeled again tonight. But I'm going to need to see them get dominated and pummeled and lose tonight before I fully believe it. Because you're right. As Jimmy was saying, I think we got him back. Resilience has been the name of the game for Montreal in these playoffs. Uh, Jimmy, go ahead.
3: Yeah, sorry about that, guys. I'm going through a bad zone there. But I'll say to make it quick, in case you lose me again, yeah, I like the Canadians. I like the draw here. I like it to go to overtime. I like the Canadians to steal one in overtime here. But again, I'm not as confident as I was heading into game two of the semifinal as I as I am. That, that You know, Tampa's just a different team, and they're so dynamic, and I think they can beat you in any type of game right now. And obviously, Vasilev- Vasilevsky is one of the best goalies out there, if not the best. And what scared me the most in game one was I thought Carey Price stood on his head in game one and they still got smoke. So that's not a great sign. So they're going to have to dig deep right now. But I do think they can take this series back tied at one in Montreal. All
1: right, there we go. So Jimmy's going to take a shot here, Montreal, uh, to get the job done and also a little on the regulation draw as well at that uh, plus 330. And Alex likes that one that maybe we could see some uh, overtime tonight and a much tighter, uh, more competitive game. Uh, between the uh, Canadians and the lightning tonight so it should be a fascinating game uh, that is your look at game two uh, thanks uh, to Alex and Jimmy of course and our special guest uh, Grant Arnold we'll get to best bets in just a second and best bet can be side total player prop anything on the game tonight uh, is uh, any, any, everything's on the table. Uh, When it comes to what you want to go with for your best bet tonight, we'll get to that in just a second. But first, a reminder, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up for an account, use the promo code THPN, NHL, NBA playoffs, MLB daily at this time of year. Football season, it's going to be here. It's a month away. I can't wait. I'm, I'm already vast into NFL and college prep for the football season and I'm excited. I'm expecting a damn good football season. I'm putting in the work now so that it can result in the profits come the fall uh, and I'm looking forward to football for sure. So, not a, a, no better time to sign up for DraftKings than right now. Uh, when you download the app and sign up for an account, you'll get Bet boosts, deposit bonuses, weekly specials, weekly incentives as well. Uh, so, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up for an account, use the promo code THPN. And a reminder we have an Ice Guys bet cast for game four of the Stanley Cup final next Monday, July the 5th, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. We will be on the air for game four. Same as always. Bring your adult beverages, your booze, your liquor, your, your shots, uh, even if water, if, you, if you're not into that kind of thing, whatever, uh, you know, bet the game live. We're going to watch the game. This could be the last bet cast of the season, to be honest with you. I'm not sure we'll have one for game five, game six, game seven. It's just the way it's scheduled. Wednesday's a tough night for me. Fridays is the beginning of the weekend. I don't normally like putting them on that. So it could be our last bet cast uh, of this season on Monday night for game four. Uh, of this series but make sure you join us. Uh, we will be here for game 4 live betting, you know, live sides, live totals, live goal score props, next team to score and Alex is a master of those uh, live props these days with the next team to score props. So we'll do all of that during game 4 Monday night with the next Ice Guys Stanley Cup playoff betcast. So uh, make sure you join us for that. All right. It is time for best bets. Uh, Alex, we'll start with you.
0: What do you like for your best bet? Tonight? Yeah, you mentioned getting ready for college football. I just got this in uh, the mail over the weekend. so. Definitely getting ready for that. Uh, the old no Phil Steele. Wouldn't be yeah. college football season prep without Phil Steele's magazine now, would it? it? It's, the, it's the, the official start of summer once you get uh, one of those in your hands for sure. So definitely looking forward to football coming up. But we got hockey tonight, and I'm going to roll with the same best bet I had in game one. It's the second period over. One and a half, minus a dollar Might maybe uh, minus a thirty in some shops. I still like it at that price. Uh, you know, this is just a hot run we're seeing, uh, you know, against the numbers. Seven and two last night with, with Montreal. Talked about the adjustments that Tampa Bay can make. Uh, like I said, I think it's going to be a slow starting first, more of a feeling out process, some, some physicality uh, taking place, and then we're going to see the gates open up offensively in that second frame. So I'm going with Montreal, Tampa Bay, second period over is my best bet tonight.
1: All right, second period over, uh, one and a half, minus 125, best bet for Alex B. Smith. Uh, Grant, uh, what do you got for best? People in the chat loving your analysis again, so a great job as always. Grant, what do you think about your best bet tonight?
2: Uh, yeah, for my best bet tonight, I'm going the same, same bet I did as game one. It's, it's a combo of two bets. Uh, it's Tampa Bay to win and under six and a half at minus 105. Uh, you can get it at most books. I hope you can get it if you're listening at your book. Uh, the reason I really like this is because, as I said, I think uh, Montreal is going to muck this game up and try to slow it down, try to get in the corners, try to get to the crease. And Tampa is going to adjust well. And they're going to do the right things. And I think they're going to bang a couple goals home. And, and hopefully we see a 3-1, maybe 3-2 score. Um, and that's, that's where I'm going with tonight. I really think Tampa, again, they show why they're a Stanley Cup champion. They show their depth. Tyler Johnson steps up. Smith steps up. And everyone else on the team, they know how to win. I think they execute at a high level tonight.
1: All right. There we go. A Grant Arnold with Tampa Bay and under. Six and a half minus one hundred and five for his best bet here for game two. Uh, mine is going to be I'm I'm going to uh, win or lose. We're going to rock one more time with the Montreal Canadiens tonight. I'm just going to go with the full game money line. Let's take a shot here. Let's have some fun. It's game two. It's the Stanley Cup final. Let's take the plunge here with Montreal plus one seventy five. A full game money line tonight in game two against the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. I do expect they will be a lot better. I do expect this will be a much tougher game for Tampa Bay. Keep in mind, no Alex Killorn. Tyler Johnson will be fine on that line. In fact, I think he'll play well. I think he'll score because I like that goal score prop as well. Tyler Johnson, but still it's still a little bit of a shift in all the lines. Second line's a little bit different. The fourth line now is going to be a little bit different. So there could be some adjustments there that have to come into play tonight. And I think you get a much better game from Montreal. And I think Carey Price, Carey Price didn't say he was all that thrilled, or he actually did say he wasn't all that thrilled with his game in game one. So I think he'll be a lot better. And let's see if uh, Montreal can get their depth, their scoring showing up, get more chances, put more pucks at the net. Again, avoid the shot blockers. That's the key. And the other thing, can that, Big four defense hold up and be sturdier tonight against that Tampa Bay four-line relentless four-check. That's going to be the question tonight. But uh, I'll believe in them because they rallied big time in game two against Vegas. I know Tampa Bay is better than Vegas, but let's see if Montreal can rally the troops one more time tonight. Montreal plus 175. Uh, tonight for me in game two with my best bet that'll wrap up this edition of the ice guys a reminder the ice guys is live seven days a week well it's not live seven days a week anymore i've gotta i've gotta i gotta stop the, the outro i've got to change the script a little bit we are normally seven days a week on youtube but of course now we're only on uh during the days of the games in the stanley cup final but a note that our next show is actually going to be tomorrow Two o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we'll recap tonight's game, and we'll do our Game Three preview show tomorrow, and then we'll be off till Monday at two p.m. Eastern, and uh, it's a double dip on Monday. We'll be on at two p.m. Eastern with our regular show next Monday for Game Four, and then the Betcast at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, Monday night for Game 4. So looking forward to that. Reminder, download the Ice Guys podcast. If you can't watch on YouTube, the Ice Guys podcast is uh, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeart on all those audio platforms. You can download the Ice Guys podcast. For Alex B. Smith, Jimmy Murphy, uh, and our special guest, Grant Arnold, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Wednesday night. Enjoy Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Final, and good luck with all of your bets. See you again tomorrow on Thursday for another edition of the Ice Guys Stanley Cup Final Edition, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.